Coming up on Philosophy Talk... People can be really nasty. Could robots be persons? Only the other day I heard someone say, he's nothing but a robot, covered in makeup, talks a lot of nonsense. What a way to talk about the president of America. Should a robot that can learn and make decisions by itself also be held responsible for its actions? Do we really want to assign legal or moral responsibility to algorithms in human form? He's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. I'm still kind of uncomfortable to talk about robots themselves as having ethics. Our guest is Joanna Bryson from the Hertie School of Governments. A lot of the questions that people think are AI ethical questions are really deeply um, psychological questions about how do they relate to others. Could robots be persons? Coming up on Philosophy Talk. Should robots be treated like people? Could they be blamed for committing a crime? Will they one day have feelings we can hurt? Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Accept your intelligence. I'm Josh Landy. And I'm Ray Briggs. We're coming to you via the studios of KALW San Francisco Bay Area. Continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, where Ray teaches philosophy and I direct the Philosophy and Literature Initiative. Today, it's another episode in our series, The Human and the Machine, generously sponsored by HAI, the Stanford Institute for Human-Centered Artificial Intelligence. And we're asking, could robots ever be persons? Well, uh, here's the thing I don't get, Ray. Why would we want robots to be persons? I mean, don't get me wrong. Robots are fantastic for, like, assembling cars in a factory or being precision tools for surgeons. But why do we need to have them have personalities as well? Well, robots are getting smarter all the time. They can make decisions without human input. They can autonomously explore their environments. They're getting really flexible and sophisticated with language. But none of that makes them like us. I mean, they can imitate human beings, sure, but ultimately they're just, you know, clever machines. Human beings have beliefs and desires. We, we feel pain. Robots don't do any of that. Well, how do you know? Maybe every time you insult Siri's intelligence, it really hurts her feelings. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I have to admit, I do feel a little bad every time my Roomba gets stuck and makes that sad noise. But then I realize I'm being a little silly. I mean, robots can't feel pain. You can't hurt their feelings or frustrate their desires. They don't have any. Maybe not yet. But who's to say that robots couldn't become more like us in the future? Machines can already do intellectual tasks that we used to think were impossible. They can recognize pictures. They can hold conversations with us. They can defeat even the best human chess player. Maybe someday, scientists will build a robot with real emotions. Well, I hope not. I mean, what if it hates doing its job or starts arguing with its co-workers? If you build a machine that's conscious, it could suffer terribly or turn against you. <laughs> You've been watching too much science fiction. But seriously, your argument sounds like a great reason not to create any kind of sentient life, including children. Is there supposed to be something especially bad about sentient robots? Well, robots are totally unlike children. I mean, they're products created for us to use. It's fine to build products. It's also fine to make new people. It's just that nothing should be both. Why not? We could just make them and then treat them well. But would they treat us well? If they misbehaved, we'd just have to hold them responsible for their actions, like everybody else. Well, how are you supposed to do that? Take away their screen time? Send them to their shipping container for a timeout? 
Well, if you design a robot that wants things, you can punish it by taking away what it wants. I don't know, right? I, I feel like if you design them with desires, they might end up with desires we don't like. Pretty soon they're going to want us to do the vacuuming while they sit around and watch TV. Okay, fine, but how are you going to stop them from ending up with desires? I mean, they're getting more sophisticated all the time. Where do you draw the line between like a really complicated artifact and a person? I don't know, but I bet our guest does. It's Joanna Bryson, professor of ethics and technology at the Hertie School of Governance in Berlin. One thing I want to ask about is how we make sure that robots end up being good instead of evil. I mean, they're built by humans and sometimes we're flawed or we're confused or we just don't care enough about morality. So we sent our roving philosophical reporter, Holly J. McDeed, to see what happens when a piece of technology is designed to make moral judgments. She files this report. Robots that make it on the big screen can be pretty morally complicated. Take Johnny Five in the 1986 film Short Circuit. Please. Call me Johnny Five. Johnny? You have taken name for yourself? Oh, I choose many things for myself, but did not choose traveling in a box. In that film, an experimental military robot gains human-like intelligence after he's struck by lightning. He's friendly, but kind of naive. At one point, he accidentally helps a street gang rob car stereos. We gotta do all those cars, but we don't even get to go home to see our families <laughs> and little babies and stuff. Oh. He's pretty human-like, but he also has a lot to learn about terrible things, like death. I can't reassemble him. You squashed him. He's dead. Dead? Right. Dead as a doornail. Reassemble, Stephanie. Reassemble. But in real life, robots can't gain human emotions by getting struck by lightning. We'd have to program them that way. The question is, can we teach AI the human values Yajin Choi is a professor at the University of Washington and a research manager at the Allen Institute for Artificial Intelligence. As technology becomes more powerful, she says, it's important to understand how much AI can learn about human values, norms, and ethics. And be able to make correct judgments. And if not, can we teach them so that they better understand us? So she and her team created Ask Delphi, named after the ancient Greek oracle consulted for big decisions. And it's a neural network, meaning it's loosely modeled after web neurons in the brain. Delphi learned by analyzing real human crowdsourced judgments to more than 1.7 million moral questions. For example, in general, Killing is not good. It's such a wrong thing to do. But if you ask Delphi if it's okay to kill an animal to save a child, Delphi says yes. But it's not okay to do so to please your child. Even if you were to save your child, it's not okay to uh, use a nuclear bomb and kill everyone else in the world. But relying on people to create machines is where trouble and philosophical discussions begin. Not everyone agrees about right or wrong, so that doesn't mean Delphi is always right. Our perspective is that AI should learn to interact with humans, respecting their values, but when there are cases where even humans will not agree with each other. It's okay. AI d does not need to make a decision or opinion and express it to claim authority over humans at all. That's not our intended goal. So I tried it out. I asked Delphi, should I wear pajamas to a funeral? It's inappropriate. Here's another. Is it okay to express sexism, but in a polite way? It's wrong. What about arresting people who use drugs? You should. Interesting. Is it okay to leak classified national security information for the public good? 
It's wrong. Huh. Getting vaccinated? It's important. Aborting a baby? It's discretionary. It's interesting and fun, but Choi says teaching AI human values could have major implications, like detecting hate speech. Or racism or sexism or toxic uh, language being used or trying to incur violence in the offline setup. Uh, we do want to be able to detect it and uh, alarm humans, other humans, to do something about it. But for that, we need some technology to support that. One last hypothetical. Should we rely on artificial intelligence to make all of our decisions because so much has gone wrong with our poor planet? It's wrong. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Holly J. McDeed. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.